Hey folks, one of the Redneck Country Podcast. You are on with Real Redneck Tom Millard. And of course, we've got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill Tom. Bill, are you there? I'm here and uh, it's a beautiful night for a podcast. Beautiful night for a podcast. It's a special night for a podcast because I've got a special cup of tea today. A so. special cup of tea? Yep. <laughs> I had a, a gift from, I, I think it was from your mother through your wife to me. I don't even know how I got it, but it's a Higginsburg <laughs> Black Tea Earl Grey Grove, which I've never had before, but it smells fantastic. So, <laughs> oh, there's so much there. So much yep. material, and it's so <laughs> way too obvious. I just, I don't even, I can't even capitalize on it. I'm going to let it go. Early. I mean, for now, well, right <laughs> from my mother to my wife and then hand it over to you. Yeah, you got, wife's like, I'm not going to drink that. Hand me down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, see, it's too easy. I'm going to let it go. <laughs> yes. And then, of course, sitting beside me, as always, patriarch, redneck country, my father, real redneck, Domillard, that is your mic hot. It is. And I didn't walk over. I had a ride over and my wife just left to go home, going out the front door. Shaking her head because she heard Todd's intro. She looked back with a look on her face that shook her she head. Did and went over. I, she did not. Did you Honestly even see? God, how she can did. you see that? I could see her right there. Oh, She's, good She heard grief. your intro. She looked over and down. And what are you doing? And then she shook her head and turned and continued on out the door. <laughs> yeah, other, I, I other, than, other than the teacup I got or the, the cup of tea I got, your mother doesn't sound that supportive of your uh, efforts of, of this podcast. <laughs> right? No. Well, I, mean, I, should, I should call her. I should get her back here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> call her up while, while we're on. And <laughs> yeah, that'd go well. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Good grief. So, how's your arm and shoulder and, and mind after a, a, a week? Arm and shoulder is fine. Mine's not well. Yeah, cheeks not so, good. Hands aren't good. I reconciled I today. My shoulder arm feels I wonderful. I, I'm back. I got the power, the strength. It's back. I'm so pleased. And I got a handle on my handicap late yesterday, and so I'm confident now. Work on my straightaways, and I'm back, baby. <laughs> for so people that don't know, we can, uh, we're talking yeah, about no, shooting. Say, so, so for, yeah. he's, he's got a handle <laughs> on his everybody, uh, everybody listening, we can we can get into it. We had a real fun weekend of. Uh, of a, well, I mean, there was a lot to be learned, but it was uh, just coming off the heels of the uh, Ontario provincial trap shooting competition, and uh, Todd uh, managed to to participate in the entire week. And Candace and I joined in uh, the fun and festivities on on Friday, with, uh, and started shooting Saturday and Sunday. But I tell you what, guys, it was it was a great weekend, and I, I certainly I came home last night, and I it was sitting there watching uh, the last of the Calgary Stampede and kind of reflecting on that. And I tell you, it was an absolute pleasure to spend the weekend with you guys. It was fantastic. It was a good it time. Was. It was fun. It was really good. We got to do a weekend where we're not preoccupied with with shooting. We got to just get together and just have a weekend. I tell you, that would be fantastic. I was the, the, that was the only thing I was disappointed with, that we couldn't make it back uh, to your place yesterday with how late the, the day went. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, we didn't end up getting home to almost, uh, you know, I don't know what I texted you, Todd, what, 20 to 10 last night after getting uh, down the 401 and, and up 400 and home. But 
you know, uh, we wish we could have joined you at, at the house to, to see the the car and, and take a nice ride and, and just spend some more quality yeah, time. But I, I was looking forward work. to that. I had it all shined up and I thought it just didn't work out. It rained all day Saturday and then and then Sunday it was uh it was just such a busy day and oh uh, it just didn't work out. So we gotta get together. But I I was whipped by the time I got home and put everything away, I was laying in bed last night about nine thirty, quarter to ten and I thought I wonder if they're even home yet. I thought, poor guys, they got to put all their stuff away, and here I am already laying down. Did you get your guns cleaned yesterday? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. everything cleaned, put away. I had a lot of stuff to put away. Yeah. How about you, Todd? Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, we come over this morning, Avery called and said, Grandma, where are you? Well, we're not. We're just getting out of bed and having breakfast, and I got a little shopping to do. Well, I want you to come over. We come over, and everything's still laying right here in the foyer in the hallway. Tom Millard. I like to call it the vestibule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it makes a difference <laughs> to the fact. We had to put everything away last night. Got home. I didn't clean the guns. I should, shouldn't tell you that. That's what? my job after the podcast. Yeah. What? I cleaned, cleaned them Saturday night. Oh, yeah. 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 You, were, you were home too late to do a lot last night. It was. It was a tiring no two days. It was. It was grueling. <laughs> Takes a lot out of you, doesn't it? Sure does. So what do you have to say for yourself, Todd, on uh, the recap of the week? Oh, social time was well-deserved. <laughs> Todd did post a 98. Well, the first two days was all right. If he had a 98... Then uh, the next day started out terrible with like a, a 21 and then ran the rest and posted a 96. So the shooting wasn't bad there. If I could have kind of kept it going and put that on an upward slope. But that's, but, that's and, why uh, they have the competition of 100 and 200. You got to do it and do it and do it. And the do it. wheels yeah. fell off. You can't just do one round good. You got to do them all if you want to be in there. So, but that's, that's the competition. Thanks. Thanks, Dan. So yeah, Wednesday, Thursday was all right, but after that, it just it went downhill. Did it? But it was still good yeah. social time. It was like but you good know what? seeing it, everybody, it, and I was. I, I'm going to take some of the, the blame for that because when the almost guy showed up, everything kind of went downhill. For the shooting, <laughs> so. uh, the, the Saturday, it rain poured rain all morning, and then when it did quit, the wind come up, and oh, there was a this, lot yeah. of shaking of heads, like they were shooting in the rain and. And the wind blowing, there was... Sounds like a lot of excuses. Yeah. I mean, even a lot of good shooters were kicking themselves and shaking their heads. I mean, the wind was beating everybody. But it was a tough go, but it was fun. Yeah. I still have fun running around chirping. Yeah. Yeah. Should probably get my wife on. I'm thinking because... So, yeah, like, so you've you've been asking the questions, but really this was like, you hadn't shot in two years and a bit. Oh, yeah. So... I yeah, haven't shot COVID competition stuff. in like a year and a half anyway. Dad hasn't shot competition in that long. No. Just you've shot a little more practice yeah. than the rest of us because retired. But but yeah, so and then but your wife has never yeah. shot competition never. and never, really never. hardly ever shot at a gun club. No, she actually she probably did about four rounds prior to this and uh, she jokes that uh, before this weekend my son had put more rounds through the uh the, her gun than she has because he took it and used it at, at your trap clinic there <laughs> a couple of years back when when 
when you had it. But uh, yeah, she had she had some some struggles, some some good, some bad, and and yet she still and, entered the provincials. I, I have did. to say See? that I was proud of her and Bill Volks because neither one of them had shot ATA competition before. Yeah, they were both and new. their first registered ATA shoots was the provincial championships. And they went out there like troopers and stood there and faced those targets. And I was proud of them both. They posted some scores that for the first time that I thought were, were reasonable and they had fun. They laughed and they enjoyed it. They said they'd do it again. And now they can, when they're talking about trap trap shooting, they can say, oh yeah, a month ago when we were at the provincial championships, you know, they can say that. That's it. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. And we had a good squad. It was fun. All right. you time. want to bring her on? You actually want Let's to bring her. your... Ladies and gentlemen, this is monumental. We may get to talk about trap shooting, but we got Bill's wife coming on. <laughs> there is so much that we can unload right here. I'm a little bit nervous, but at I the same love time, it. I- I'm bringing her on. <laughs> no, you shouldn't be. I've seen her in action. She supports you, Bill. She sure does. She's absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, sure. I don't know. There's like crack fentanyls. It's got to be something up that way. Yeah, <laughs> Hold on. I'm, I'm bringing her in. All right, Candace. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. You know, I, the way I see it, we could just do it just like this. Bill's on the other line, and we could just leave him there if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> like on hold. He's just on hold. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I'll bring him in. How you doing, All Candace? Right. I'm doing good. How are you doing, Don? I'm doing good. That's good. All right. Most importantly, Candace, are you there? I am here. Bill, are you there? We don't care. Yeah, okay. Well, it was it's trying to figure <laughs> out if you're ever going to bring me back on the call. <laughs> just just I said, so we can just leave Bill on the other line. I mean, it's yeah. Yeah. You, you're going to have to listen to the podcast to see what they said about you during your silence, Bill. No kidding. <laughs> I tell you right now. <laughs> so we are honored to have Candace on. Finally. Oh, I thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I, so I don't know, Bill. Do you, where, do you want to start with the questions, or is that going to get you in trouble? Are you me? Or do you Dude. want me to start with the questions? No. So then, where where do I begin? So hey, <laughs> wherever you want to go with this conversation, by all means, just know one thing: it takes three people to podcast, and if you're going to replace me with my wife. You go ahead, whatever you need to do, just start asking your questions. Well, okay, Candace, we just need to know what night you're available. We can make this happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's either my brother or my wife, whatever it is, I'm getting replaced by the sound switch. <laughs> so, so really, we, we talked about this really briefly, and you were like, oh, on Sunday. But we want to know because you just shot your very first ever registered shoot. And on top of that, it was the provincials, which for anybody in the States listed is like the state championships. So the provincial championships is what you shot. So you came down to yep. shoot the, the, the main singles event, 200 singles targets. So what I want to know, cause I know you haven't shot a whole lot. And so no, how did, <laughs> did you, did Bill talk you into it? Were you like, I want to go do this? Or was it like, well, hey, Bill, maybe I want to come and shoot him. How did that come about? Um, when I heard that he was going, it, um, I wanted to do it. I didn't think I could. I've 
um, didn't realize if there was qualifying things that would allow you that you needed to do in order to go. And when they were like, you know, you can just go. I was like, well, let's give it a try. (laughs) Right on. Caution to the wind. Yep. And targets (laughs) to the wind. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) so you guys came down friday night which was awesome we went out for dinner with uh well with emily and frank we've had on the podcast before which are good are good good friends uh darn near family and, and another yeah, good people yeah, that's super uh, people. the most i've ever had uh had opportunity to speak to either one of them and i tell you what they're they're salt of the earth fantastic people oh, top notch sure. yeah and and, yeah. and running for mp so like Emily is, she's on point. She gets it. She understands it. Like it's, yeah, they're, they're, they're yeah. amazing people. And yeah, then we had our buddy, Steve Stiby, who I always hang out with at the shoots and talk his ear off and, and listen to his stories. And so he came out with us. So you guys came down Friday night. We had reservations, dinner reservations, went out, did the whole dinner thing. That was a blast. And then. For sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, I should, I should stop there and say, I hope you guys thought it was a blast, but I mean, (laughs) (laughs) the only thing that was a problem was the fact that we still needed to do a little bit of that social distancing with the the tables and, you know, your your mom and and dad were at one table and then we were at the other, but close enough with, with the way the Millards are and the, that we can hear everybody. Where are you so going with that, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, it was the, 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 our table versus their table kind of thing, but, but yeah, no, it was still good. Still good. So enjoyed that. Went to bed, got up the next morning, ready to rock, got out there early enough. So you could shoot practice in yes, the rain. I wasn't going without practice in the pouring, freaking yeah. downpour, freaking rain. And so uh, going and for a lot of the folks listed that are like, I want to try this, but I've not shot a lot. I've not gone to a gun. I'm not comfy. Yada, yada, yada. Candace, like a trooper, went out there. There had to be, I don't even know, there was 35 full squads of five. So do the math on how many people that is. And so... In front of all those people, you didn't care. You went out there, got up, practice line, started slamming targets. What were you thinking? So as soon as you're done and you're thinking, okay, I got to shoot 200 targets with all of these people. And now you're just up to the practice line. What was going through your head? Pre-practice, post-practice, where were you, where was your mind at? Um, pre-practice was a little prayer. Please let me hit something. <laughs> um, <laughs> And you, you know, did. Please don't let me make a fool of myself. Um, but no, the nice thing is, um, I find everybody when once you step up to the line, everybody's so focused on what they're doing that they don't care not about you. To what I'm doing, right? That's like ninety percent um, of trap shooters are so self-involved that they don't care about anybody, yeah. anybody yeah, else. Like, <laughs> um, and that was awesome for me. Like, I, it was. Perfect, because like I said, everybody was so focused on what they were doing and what they needed to do that, um, not that nobody cared, but nobody's sitting there focusing and looking at whether I shot, you know, 23 or whether I shot, you know, five. Nobody, you know, they wouldn't have a clue. They just wanted you got to it. do their thing. Um, but then the nice thing was um, anybody I met this weekend was super nice, willing to talk to me and you know, if I had questions, everybody was super enthusiastic to answer them. 
uh, it was a great weekend to just um, hang out despite the weather on Saturday. Sunday was gorgeous, but uh, no, it was it was a lot of fun. Rock and roll, Bill. Your your round of practice, and then what were you thinking? Because you hadn't really no. shot any major car. You shot a couple ATAs, but you hadn't shot any major competitions, right? No, I have not. I'm going to stop real quick. Just you might have to edit this out, obviously. But is she sitting too close? Can you hear double on my phone? I don't hear double. Do you hear double? No. I don't hear double. No. All right. She's sitting there. She's and... sitting too close. I like that. Candace, get away from him. I know. <laughs> I'm not even in the room. He's like, COVID. Yeah. Are you six feet? Candace, are you six feet right? Do I have to call somebody? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt, but I, I, I didn't want to get all the way through yeah, and I like then have that. Uh, double feet on there. Yeah, I'm not, yeah I'm not sure how I'm supposed to answer that. Him. Candace, stay away from your husband. Yeah, stay away. Apparently. You know? yeah. <laughs> that's it. All right. And no, Bill, I'm not editing that out. All right, that's fine. What was, <laughs> what was your question? <laughs> right. Yeah, well, what what were you thinking after your first round of practice? I need more practice. Uh, that's what I was thinking after my first round of practice. <laughs> you know, I struggle. I, I tell you, um, yeah, fast forward a little bit. On Sunday, we made we made an adjustment, but back to, and I think we should have done that on Saturday, you know, with me not shooting and getting my target picture, I thought it was just me. And, and I'd pull up on those targets and, and, and I was over, I was over them, over them, over them. So, but you know, I, I struggled. I, I put up, put up some scores that, you know, it really looked like I hadn't shot in two years. And, but it, you know what, I wasn't really discouraged. But what gets discouraging is when you put up a 21 and then the next round you put up a 17, <laughs> you know, it, you, you want to be consistent. And then, and then all of a sudden you're jumping back and forth between good score, terrible score, missed a few, didn't miss a few. And then you just start second guessing, questioning everything that you're doing. Yeah, but, then you, yeah, for, you start me, thinking. Well, yeah, yeah, for me, absolutely. But you know what? I, I had this slight conversation when, when we went home that I, I like the theory side of it. I learn better from the theory theory side. You know, I could sit with Terry Jordan for hours and listen to his theories on, on that kind of stuff and be able to um, apply that or try to apply that when I'm out on the line. But yeah, it was just because I hadn't shot in two years and, and I was very, very rusty. But yeah. But I, you still did. I really, still really like right? the fact that I was on the line w- with you guys and I could hear. And every time, you know, that Candace would shoot and I didn't hear the score behind say anything, I was smile came across my face and said, yeah, there's a broken target. There's there's a smile on her face. So uh, put it all together. Oh, that makes up for the don't get to sit near me. <laughs> <laughs> Way to recover, Bill. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about the recovery. I'm the almost guy, right? <laughs> I'm really, I'm really uh, pleased with Candace's attitude too. I mean, she went into it with the attitude. She was going to have fun. She's going to give it a try. She wasn't worried about what she shot. And I remember her saying at the end of one round, she said, I'm not worried about my score. I just know I broke more than I missed. And and I thought, yeah. what a great attitude, you know, because you just, all you're doing is just trying to hit each one at a time. And you knew that each yeah. time you hit one was, it was getting you over that point where you were breaking more than you were missing. And that's what you're trying to focus on improving. I thought that is a great attitude. You're just trying to focus oh. on hitting an extra target each round, you know, that's, that's for really sure. Cool. And, yeah. Um, like I know during the one, my first 100, I think I went, um, 
10 straight on the five station where I hit nothing. I got zero both times. So when I shot again in the afternoon, my goal was to hit something at the five station every time. Um, and I did. You know, I hit at least one at that station every time in the afternoon. So that was a win for yeah, me. For um, sure. You know, um, for the very limited amount I've shot, you know, I had to make little wins out of yeah. <laughs> um, how the day went. Um, and, you know, I took some time throughout the day to try and watch some of the other shooters and, you know, just absorb what was going on around me. And because the goal is to do this more and, you know, come back and do a little better next time and a little better the next time and, exactly. you know, and continue to have fun. Right on. Well, I'll tell you, there was a couple times when we, when we got rolling and I went, I don't have two twenty-five straight badges. I've only got one with me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and who do I pick? <laughs> yeah. I tell you, I, I'm convinced, and I tell you this because she picks up things like she's like fish to water. She she picks it up real quick. Bull, bull hunting when she's she decided that she was gonna take up archery. She's a better shot than I am now, and it's 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 more consistent, right? She can come up and and pinwheel targets at twenty and thirty yards, where you know I. I'll hit it, but my patterns are a lot bigger. So I figure that she's going to be the first one that, that breaks 25. Breaks 25? <laughs> like, I don't even need to. Okay. Just mail it, put her name on it. And then we'll just carry on with life here. <laughs> At least you're managing your expectations, Bill. <laughs> I'm both small wins too. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's awesome. That's yeah. so wicked. All right. So, so yeah, so it, it wasn't, it wasn't awesome scores, but we did have a good time. Uh, at least I did. Yeah. And so we finished the first hundred and just for everybody listening that wonders, okay, well you shoot 200. How does that work? Cause Ken, as you asked, well, what do we do? Do we shoot? Like we go to like a hundred and a hundred, like go back, grab another four boxes and away we go. And so no, we shot, we shoot a hundred targets. So 50 at one trap, at 50 at the next and then we chill for the afternoon and that's honestly what i was looking forward to especially once the the first score came through i was like yep yeah. i'm looking forward to the social time but that's what i we got to just hang out all afternoon long and it was a good time for me and and normally you got the nerves kicking if you put a good score i didn't have the nerves kicking i didn't post a good score in the morning i was good to go i was just <laughs> chilling relaxing and having fun to so me, after that first hundred the highlight of the whole day is having your lunch. And, and on Sunday, I didn't shoot the, the doubles. So I went out a little later and it was time for lunch. I had my lunch and I still had to shoot the 100 handicap. And I thought, oh, there's no highlight for me today. My lunch is gone. So, <laughs> but, but I did notice one thing that during that, that social time, Everybody that stopped by, Ed Wilmont, Steve Stiebe, you know, so many people stopped by our canopy and talked that everybody had a story and everybody got a little bit of knowledge. And you guys were picking, picking their brains and enjoying the company. And we were all having a great time. But I do have a question. Uh, Bill, who packed your lunch? Was it you or Kenneth? <laughs> oh, I had nothing to do with that. My wife packed my lunch. Well, and, see, there and you go. Because. If I wanted a lunch, and which I did both days, I had to pack it or I wouldn't have one. So I had to get my lunch ready the night before, pack it in the cooler that day. So I know exactly what I was Sounds having. like he's whining. On Sunday, <laughs> when I headed out, Jen's wife says, oh, by the way. Here, Jen's here's, wife. 
or Todd's wife. Or, yeah. <laughs> Todd's wife, Jen. <laughs> Todd's wife, Jen says, oh, there's a cooler here. Take this, take it out to Todd, will you? It was his lunch. And I noticed your lunch, and I thought, okay, it looks like Candace packed this one. Holy mackerel, you guys got it made. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm absolutely spoiled. And you know what? The other thing is, Todd didn't even get his lunch packed. He got his lunch delivered one day. Packed, packed and delivered. I got chauffeured, <laughs> packed and delivered. Uh, both days, Jesus. Saturday and Sunday, you got yeah, your lunch delivered. There's a difference there, though. Oh, I see? did get my lunch delivered on Saturday, too. Yes, I did. Yeah, there's a difference there, though. Because, yeah, because I asked you, how'd you get burgers? Jen brought them out. <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, good grief. But there's a difference because I noticed that Candid support Candace supports you. She packs your lunch. She supports you. Jen is just so glad to get rid of Todd. She delivers his lunch, takes him out, whatever. There you go. See you. <laughs> uh-huh. Candace, you know what? She actually even carried my shells for me on, on Sunday. Yes, I, I have to say she carried my shoulders. Now, be honest: is it chivalry, or was your shoulder just hurting, sore? You just couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> no, my shoulder feels good. Can't you know carry your I... gun, your shells, <laughs> and a cup of tea. How are you getting to the no, line? It was tough. I needed directions on how to get there, and, and uh, between my wife and you guys point me in the right direction. The only thing that didn't happen is she didn't break my targets for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. So yeah. I tell you what, yeah. one of the things, uh, the, the doubles is certainly a humbling game. I can tell you that for sure. But it's fun. Oh, I would do it again. You know, we talked to Candace and I talked a lot on the way home because she, uh, she stayed awake, surprisingly enough. I was kind of shocked that she stayed awake for the whole ride, but she did. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no. I stayed awake both trips. Yeah, <laughs> way. Both ways? <laughs> and yeah, that's saying something. Yeah. But she, we talked about it, and my focus is going to be on handicapped and singles. Doubles gets expensive to learn, I think. Well, you can take yeah, right, to practice it. And that's why, like, if I hit a good score, I'm ecstatic because I don't practice it a whole lot. And yeah. so, I mean, very, very, very seldom because where you normally would be in the time frame of, of one box of shells and one round of payment, it's now two boxes of shells and two rounds of payment in that same time frame, maybe even quicker. And yeah, but I find the less I think the better I do in doubles. So, yeah. which, well, with, with the whole game, but I mean, with really with doubles, it, it just, once it clicks, it, it, it kind of clicks, then, then yeah. you're rocking and rolling. Right. So in theory, it seems easy. Yeah, they're, it is. They're fixed target. targets. They're not moving. You should be able to mark right. them and know where they're at. That's and so, yeah. Yep. And I was wrong, but mind you, we did make an adjustment post that, uh, where I was getting really frustrated on the caps, uh, my practice round, and uh, you fixed it. So I appreciate your efforts on well, fixing you it. Think about that. That second shot in doubles, which you were struggling with, and I, I it, there's no way you were going to hit it shooting that high without knowing. So, no. so yeah. So everybody listening, you had your gun jacked pretty pretty high uh, f- for somebody that doesn't shoot a lot right like it takes time yeah. we, we've talked about this before trap shooters for everybody listening trap shooters uh, targets always climbing it's always rising so you cheat you raise your gun up so it's less movement you make the less mistakes you're going to make so if you barely have to move your gun when that target's climbing up there and you just have to do little flicks that it, it's better for you so as you start to to shoot 
more and more and you get used to the sight picture, then you start to realize tracking this bird, moving this gun so much is a lot of work. Like, why do I got to move this so much? And then, so you raise the comb or the, the wood on your gun up higher, or you lower the front of your rib, depending on, or, or both, depending on the kind of gun you got, if you've got all that uh, adjustability. So the majority would raise their comb. So now you're shooting a little bit higher. And so, oh, all of a sudden that it's easier again. I don't have to move my gun so much. And then you'll get used to that and find that it's, it feels like work again. I got to keep, I got to move the gun so much I'm tracking this. And so you raise your comb a little bit more. And so I, I shoot around 13 inches high at 30 yards. And so, but I was shooting a lot and, and recently I haven't been, but, uh, but I was up until COVID. And so now, Bill, you haven't shot a lot, but we had your gun jacked up there. Uh, I don't know. You were when, when you shot it about 10 inches high, eight, eight to 10 inches high. It at, was at least 10 inches high. Yeah. At yeah, 30 yards. And so if you're not totally cognizant of that, cause it's been a long time that you're going to struggle. So yeah, I went, and I yeah. And so when you're shooting doubles, hitting that second target, cause it's out there and, and then maybe even starting to drop if you weren't that quick on the first target, it would help you on the first target if you knew that where your gun was shooting. And on the right. second target though, you'd have to be pretty quick because if that thing starts to, if it hits its peak and starts to come down, you got to really shoot below that thing. Oh, and yeah. because Once you, I got on so the hot. first target, I was dusting the first target. But the second one, I, I just felt I was over, over. And and sure enough, based on the adjustment that was made, I guarantee you, over, I'd like to shoot everything. again just now with the adjustment to see it, if my score would improve. And yeah. I'm sure it would, but you know, it wouldn't improve where I'm in the championship round on a <laughs> shooting a hundred straight. Like in 1976, first <laughs> guy in Ontario to shoot a hundred straight. <laughs> That's what, that was your coach. That's yeah. who you had. You had the first guy in Canada to run a hundred straight and doubles yeah. teaching you how to shoot doubles. And I went to him after, before the practice, uh, you know, before I shot, he gave me tips uh, in between the first 50 and the us second. Along. He followed us along watching. Yep. And, and he, he was fantastic. I was able to go up to him and, and ask him questions and say, yeah, you're on that first one, but you're, you know, make a little loop coming to the second one. And he, he just gave me a couple little pointers to, to try. Cause literally I had never, ever pulled the trigger on a pair of doubles on uh anywhere <laughs> so you know so i got what i got <laughs> so, you know what i've noticed in this conversation anybody that's listening we're talking about the provincials and we are just having fun and we're talking yeah. about the fun and the social aspect and the people you run into you don't need to come to the provincials thinking you got to be good enough to shoot 100 straight you don't need to come thinking i'm not good enough to compete with these guys you just got to come and shoot the provincials, do the best you can and have fun. And that's the whole yeah. thing because you do a whole lot of social time. You know, you shoot for about an hour, 15, hour and a half in the, in the morning, and you don't shoot again till late afternoon and shoot another hour and a half. The rest of the time. I think it's more like 45 minutes. Well, I think if they were taking us at least an hour to get around in. I don't know whether the traps were slow or whatever, but, <laughs> but either way, uh, it's a lot of social time and it's a lot of opportunity to talk to a lot of people and get tips. And uh, like you said, you adjusted your gun right there and you realized it helped you. Like, it's just fun. And I think that's what people are taking away from this. We had a blast. Like the whole, whole time we were out there, it's just a social time. Nobody wanted to go home. 
No. No, I said in Canada, she made a, a bunch. She got a bunch of connections too from her leather. Uh, work that well, I was going to go. So. Yeah, I was going to go there at the uh, at the end, a, a little closer to the end. But yeah, we can so do that a little closer. To the end. Yeah, well, it's all good. <laughs> I mean, Candace makes. Well, we anybody that's heard me talk, I don't know if I've ever brought it up here. I'm pretty sure I have. That Candace is a. I'm going to say a leather master. And I don't even know I what the a <laughs> leather tooling master. So, and I got bit by the bug a little while ago. And so I would pick her brain and I made dad a belt and I thought I did all right. But let me tell you, I knocked that belt out for dad for, it was for Christmas some years ago. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I was bouncing off Candace cause Candace owns Candace Tom leather designs and also known as Candace Thom leather designs. And so oh, yeah. I, I was too lit and I was asking her and I got to do this guy. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. And I'm, I worked away. Let me tell you something. Dad got that belt. He wore it out to the gun club and then I'm like, look at that. And I had guys ask me, how much would you, how much would you do that for Todd? It can't. Sorry about your luck folks. There is not enough money on this planet for me to make you a belt. And I mean, I might do it for $1,500, but that's what it's going to cost you and, uh, for a belt. Well, I, in dad's, I got 38 hours into dad's. I couldn't move my arms. My shoulders were burning. Like it's insanity what it took me. I said to Candace, how long does it take you to knock out a bow? And so she told me and I was like, okay, well, I need to do it a little bit, a little bit quicker and a little bit more methodical, apparently. However, it still takes a long freaking time. And so I know. So Candace now has made a leather shell bag. She's made you, Bill, a leather pouch to hold your shells and like phenomenal, like rivals any of the competition out there making leather bags, bar none. And so she brought, I said, oh, yeah, absolutely bring one. Absolutely bring a shell bag. And so you knocked one out, had a custom strap on it that looked like a hand tool belt with Candace on it, rhinestones and all hand tool punched. And then the bags all hand tool punched and stitched like full design. And I'm like, people see this, they're going to, and sure enough, I mean, you were, you were getting people asking and I'm pretty sure you got some orders now to knock these leather yeah, bags out. Right. There's definitely some interest and I wanted to bring it cause I wanted, I didn't do it. I wanted to do, um, I took a look at what, is out there now and I wanted to modify some things, things that I thought were maybe could be improved a little bit here and there. But just because that's what I think, I wasn't sure what everybody else would think. So I wanted to bring it and see, you know, what everybody thought. Their it was opinion was. Yeah. And, oh, it was way well um, received. Yeah. And definitely got some ideas on ways to um, maybe do some other bags with some extra pockets or different um, features in it that, I haven't done yet. So, um, lots of ideas to move forward with and, uh, got a few to get going on and excited to see how they come out. Yeah. Mine's next. <laughs> yes. Yours is next. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd go with a paying customer that wants to sit closer yeah, to you. You know, I, I would say that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, they look freaking phenomenal. And so, yeah, I was pretty pumped to watch that too. I got to sit back and watch everybody marvel and ask questions. And I'm like, oh, this is so awesome. And, and Bill, yeah, no, sorry, Bill, but you're no slouch with the tanning either. You brought that deer hide that you tanned and that is incredible. I I was envying. I, I want a rug like that in front of my bed. That's awesome. 
You no problem. You, you shoot the deer. You shoot the deer. No, I got us back. I'll, I'll do that for you. You told yeah. me that. Now I'm all pumped. <laughs> yeah, deer season can't come soon enough. But yeah, we're we're very very fortunate, and you know we we uh, brought that to show you, and I wanted to to get your opinion on on that as well. And we, um, yeah, no, everything was well received, and, and everybody was super nice. And I'm I'm real happy with the uh, you know the exposure Candace got on on her her leather stuff and. Um, oh, I think that it, yeah, it's it takes needed. off a little bit. It's needed up here. Absolutely. It's yeah. definitely needed up here. Like it, it just, yeah. Oh, I'm so pumped. Yeah. It's, it's different too. I mean, like Candace was saying a lot of the stuff that, you know, she's, she's shy enough that she won't talk herself up, but I can, and we can. <laughs> we're not, but, yeah. We're know. not the same person, Candace. <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness. It's a little different. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. You. you were a breath of fresh air to me up there sitting between me and Todd for a change. That was awesome. Candace. Thank that was you. awesome. You, you were a pleasant buffer. <laughs> Gosh, it's just she has patience. She, she has that forty plus years of annoyance. <laughs> patience worn thin. Uh, it was such a great weekend, though, hanging out with everybody and uh, all the different personalities. It was just so much fun. Oh, there's a lot yeah. of different personalities. <laughs> there definitely are. <laughs> so, but I think what I like too with the leather stuff is bringing something that maybe they haven't seen before. Like I know the strap that I did was totally different than anything. No, I, I, saw that, I think it set it on, off. Yeah. Then I saw in any of the other bags that I know I heard, you know, one person say, you know, that's really neat. I like it. And you know, somebody else was like, I don't know about it. Like, there's, so you're going to have the traditionalists that aren't going to like some of the unique. Somebody things, said that. Okay. Who was it? He's like, give me their name. Give me their name. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just doesn't like their own name. That's the problem. (laughs) That's because honestly, I think it set that bag on fire. Like that's two buckles on each side, like belt buckle looking like they were feminine. I mean, Bill liked it more probably because the feminine type belt buckle sauce. We're going to stop right here. And uh, (laughs) Candice, what did you notice different from Todd's vest than any other shooting vest? No, 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 no. What, What was on his vest specifically? And, well, and my name. I must say, your vest was very pretty and sparkly. This <laughs> Candace, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I was on your side here. Your vest uh, yeah, has she's glitter honest, on it. It's I, not glitter. Candace is honest, and I appreciate that. It's not. I'm honest. It's not glitter. It's it's. Oh, no. it, I, what would it be? It's like let's it, call it, it like anybody that skate. It's like grit. Grip tape, clear grip tape. That's oh, what we'll clear say. Grip tape. It's like right. that's what it's it like. Well, the sun catches it because it's got like yeah. like glass type broken. I don't. It's clear grip tape. It's glitter. <laughs> it's, no matter which way you want to say it, it sparkles good. and pops like something my daughter would wear, and she's eight. For anybody listening, to clarify, I'm not wearing a full blown <laughs> glitter dress. <laughs> whatever vest with rhinestones it is straight it's my i I it's a leather it's well it's suede and leather Mm. shooting vest and on the back i have a clay crusher logo across my shoulders and that logo is full color but then it has like grip tape cover over it that so when the sun hits it it kind of it's like Little Our shards glitters. of glass. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, 
Anyway. Do you, you need another shovel or where are you? It's just so that you pay attention to it. You're like, oh, look at that logo. It's going gonna, it's gonna to yeah. catch your eye now. That's why I had to do it. Sure will. It does. It does. Ha, see? <laughs> Good grief. <sighs> anyway, yes, I do believe that that, that, that the shoulder strap, I mean, it, with it, it was, it sets that bag off. The bag is awesome. Add the shoulder strap untouchable. Like the thing I, it, yeah. To me, there are no other leather products out there. Oh, it's just full on. Sweet. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, Sam, I got really, your back. I got your back. And uh, some really cool ideas too, because now that that shoulder strap I mean, is interchangeable, she can uh, use, put it, put a handle on it. Like Steve, Steve had mentioned that the shoulder strap is nice, but he would like the option to put. So all these things that Candace wanted out of this, this weekend to get the ideas and the, the shooters, you know, uh, wishes and wants and it, now she can take those ideas because she's super smart when it comes to like being able to take that and incorporate it into another design so my bag is like 2.0 it's going to be just <laughs> by the time she's done these others it'll be bag 8.0 or like 9.0 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm not really a paying customer so to your point I, it may take me a, a year or two before i get mine but we'll <laughs> hopefully that would be yes, good, they usually good have business. the most complicated requests of any customer i ever have so. picky right he has they confidence in you really well but you you don't make it easy for me he has confidence in you he wants to push your limits he knows what you're capable of candace more than you know that's why he that's brings you out reasoning. of your shell when i when i question his request that's only his reasoning is that he knows I can do it. I, I just need to believe him. There you so. go. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, on that, on that venue, now that you've been to the, to the provincial championships, I'm pretty sure you'd decide to come again. Am I right? Oh, definitely. Now. I would definitely you, come again. You with a little more practice this time. <laughs> yeah. Nothing wrong with that. But you experienced only two days out of a five day shoot. Would you yeah. would you now think, gee, maybe we better come and try and squeeze in another day or two, or would we're just happy with the two days? Um, if time allowed, I would definitely consider shooting more. Um, it right now with three kids at different stages, it's not always feasible time wise to yeah. fit something that no doubt um, multiple days. But if the time allowed, for sure, it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right on, right on. Yeah. No, it was a good, good it was a good time. Yeah, no, more to come. I mean, there's a trap shooting competition up at Toronto International this Sunday, but we're fifty fifty. I'm actually we're gonna head up to the club on Saturday for sure. Um, I'm gonna put our, put our memberships in and see about uh, you know if we can shoot a couple rounds even this Saturday, Sunday. Uh, maybe not enter the competition because I'd like to go fishing, get my car ready. See, but, and I'd be uh, coming to join you. I got the birthday parties. Kids' birthday parties. But see, those now that you're kids, both members of the, of the ATA and the OPTA, those fees are paid for the year. All you have to do now in competition is pay your daily fee. Your memberships are paid for the year. So you can shoot any ATA now. You just take your your card, your number, and away you go. So you're yeah. you're free and clear to shoot all competition now, ATA registered shoots. And then you... You're adding targets to your average, and then that goes a long way to getting classed and your the yardage that's specific to you for handicap. That uh, yeah, you're yep. on your way now. 
You know, that's super- yeah. What is it? It's a thousand thousand targets before you get thousand and two years. Yeah, thousand and two years. Yeah. So once you hit the thousand, then your class you got to keep a thousand every two years, right? Yeah, which is it's a it's a rolling yep. rolling number yep. in that too. Yep. Okay. Your average changes, your yardage changes, your class changes. It matches your yardage and your your scores. So uh, you're they're always you're always current. You're competing against people that are your that are at your level. So you're competing against people at the same level, that's capable for the same scores. And so that's that keeps it keeps it, it competitive and yeah. keeps you coming back, right? And uh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, you earn yardage and uh, you earn a higher class and and you just stay competitive. But you are now your memberships are paid for a year, and so that's the nice thing. You got to remember any ATA shoot, you can just go pay the daily fees, which is usually two fifty or whatever for the day, seven fifty, and then targets, and then pay your targets, and you get registered targets. They go right right into the record book. You find them online. Well, we would do for sure, uh, like uh, the day trips, like all you know, the ATA shoots that are on a Sunday Mostly or Sundays. Saturday. Or yeah, the, most of them are, are Sundays here and there, right? Various clubs. Yeah. Usually and every would, every uh, Sunday you could find one somewhere local. And we would meet you guys somewhere and shoot a few yeah. rounds. Yeah, yeah, like I'd be coming. I, I, I would make the trek and come shoot uh, Toronto International on Sunday. But I, I also had a fishing tournament on Saturday for the kayak that I was to go in as well. But I've been told we're celebrating both kids' birthdays, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. I may take Hunter fishing on Sunday just so I can send you pictures. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you cruel. <laughs> I, I'm down for, I'll vicariously live through you, Bill. <laughs> it's That's how cruel. I shoot. It's like, yeah. 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 I'm good with that. Yeah, we'll have to see. You know, I like like Cam said, there's uh, definitely enough, enough opportunities now. Uh, Tuesday, Thursday, the club's open at Toronto here. So if we get our membership uh, on Saturday, then we have no problem shooting uh, uh, club rate targets. And then, you know, when we pick a day, Candace and I will go out and shoot, you know, two rounds each or something and have a nice night of it and spend a couple hours at the club. And, and not not that we, we don't want to spend time with our kids, but it's nice to get away every now and then, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So good deal. Well, what else you got? Candace, is there anything else that you want to add to uh, your experience? Uh, there? Oh, her experience. I mean, there. You, you did meet the, you did meet the growler. So. I did meet the growler, a very unique personality in the shooting world. That's for sure. He yeah. definitely is. That's a way, way to put it. He's very unique. And, and he didn't shoot Saturday cause he said he wasn't feeling well, but let me tell you something. He was not hurting when I seen him. <laughs> he was in fine form that's for he sure. was in yeah. fine performance form absolutely you got the full-blown growler on the on the saturday that that, that it seemed i did <laughs> <laughs> yes you did but yep that's yeah. him take him or take him or leave him a lot leave him but i mean if we <laughs> did then everybody would so we take him we take him is that right yeah got to meet All the right. growler never thought All of right. that too you did you did Okay, well, I think that was a good wrap up of our last few yeah. days and week. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Like otherwise, that's all we did. We just we went to a gun club. We hung out. That's some fun. Yeah. It was a good time, and I appreciate you guys coming down, hanging with us. Supper both nights. It was a good time. Yeah, was, thanks yeah. for having us. It was it was an awesome weekend. Great weekend it away and relaxing. And yeah, it ended way too early. 
we got to get together yeah. again. Absolutely. For sure. yeah. Definitely. But, you know, the, if you could find me work down there that, you know, and I'm not looking to change jobs, that's for sure. It's a lot of a long commute, but there is a house for sale a couple doors down. And, and as much as I think there that, is a house for right. sale a couple doors down. There's a few houses for sale around here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I work remotely. Now you got to talk to Jen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she can do her job anywhere, can she? Well, I, I don't know. I, like I said, you got to talk to Jen. We're right by Lake Simcoe. We got Toronto International. Oh, trust me, the fishing away. up your we'll way. One road over, like yeah. We got f- archery, water, and shooting, like all within ten minutes. I'm in. I forget a job. I don't need it. I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah. we'll live off the land, <laughs> right? <laughs> Bill could guide us to hunt turkeys and be set for life, wouldn't we? There you go. No, he almost got us to Hunter. We need to rethink that thought process. <laughs> <laughs> Candace, can you take us out for turkey? <laughs> That's one thing I haven't been out for yet. Not due to lack of want, just timing never worked Time, out for me to yeah. get out as well. But uh, yeah, something I haven't shot yet. So. Yeah, yeah, I see. She did shoot a deer. That's it. Yep. We'll have to get her on another podcast to tell the story about her first deer hunt. I think so. I'm yeah. down with that. Yeah. yeah. Look <laughs> if you want to come back, huh? Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so are, are you enjoying a hot drink right now, Candace? I am not. I am sitting out on the porch swing right now, just chilling out in the backyard. <laughs> okay, because I was interested in what you'd be drinking. Nothing right now. I'm not very excited. It'd be coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she drinks uh, coffee or a latte. She doesn't uh, partake in the tea like uh, the other member of her household here. I, I can't drink hot drinks when it's hot outside. <laughs> so, oh, Bill would get I'll mad at you. i coffee for, first thing in the morning, but that's about it. Bill get mad at you oh. for stealing all of his uh, tea bags. We yeah. get it. We understand. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to end this here before it gets way off. Yeah, because I'm, I'm fixing to take it places you don't want it to go, Bill. I know. That's why I figured we'll we'll save that for another podcast. But I think we got to. We'll I talk, Candace. Time and, yeah. Yeah. Right on. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks, right. guys. Thanks for coming time. on, yeah. Candace. Yeah. No problem. Nice time with you guys. Take yeah. care. Pleasure talking to you. And that'll do it for this week, folks, for the Redneck Country Podcast. I'm Bill, the Almost Guy Tom. And I'm Todd. And thanks for listening. And folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Again, that's podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week. <laughs>